Listeners, I know we all love to clink clink, but maybe you're looking to clink clink and cut back. You know what I mean? Are you looking to cut back on alcohol this year? Well, recess is a great tool to assist you because recess mocktails are 0% alcohol made with real fruit, only 25 calories or less, sweetened with agave, infused with functional ingredients, and they taste just like your favorite cocktails, just without the alcohol. I love the Recess Paloma because I love the ritual of pouring myself a lovely drink to unwind. I love doing that every night. I think it's essential. Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails is my go-to to go chill. So get 15% off Recess Mocktails now at takearecess.com slash clink. And you too can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Clink, clink. Where are all my lady listeners at? Because I am talking to you. Is your time of month an easy breezy situation? Or are you like me? And for about a week before your period starts, all you want to do is stay in bed and also eat anything and everything. Or maybe you're experiencing the joys of menopause or that sneaky bee perimenopause. Well then ladies, you've got to try Hormone Harmony. Hormone Harmony is made by the Happy Mammoth Company, which I've been a big fan of for a while now. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called aptogens. Now, here's the beauty about aptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it, but it's perfect for those horrible menopausal symptoms that put a woman's life on hold like hot flashes, night sweats, racing thoughts, low moods, poor sleep, feeling tired all the time, occasional bloating and gas, no desire to be in bed with someone. You know what I mean? Yes, Hormone Harmony can help with all those things. And the biggest benefit is feeling like yourself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 17,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code clink at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use code clink for 15% off today. Clink, clink, ladies. Hi, and welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha. Give me Dateline, white wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like white wine, true crime, and in bed by nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are housewives of true crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome. Welcome. Housewives of True Crime. Yeah, that's right. Up in here. Up in here. Um, By the time you guys hear this, I'll be officially done with spring break and back in the Texas. Um, But currently, I've got some crazy setup in the hotel room. So I have no idea what it sounds like. Don't give me shit if it doesn't sound perfect. Okay making my right just making do people okay okay just uh what do you call that um not a public service announcement but just a announcement disclaimer oh yes disclaimer that's what they call those things okay okay so well how's it going with you you guys are all having a good time out there oh yeah She's mostly traveling around for sports, so it's not. I know she's not having that good of a time. <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I'm dragging my entire family to Minnesota for a volleyball tournament, and if anybody is in the volleyball world, they know those tournaments. They can last for like eight hours a day, and they are very loud. And that's not my son's jam at all. Like loud whistles, lots of people. Oh, it's yeah, yeah. like his worst nightmare. Yeah. So horrible. Right. It does. And so I'm worried about that. Like I can't, I can't take them to these volleyball tournaments every day, all day. So I don't know. My husband's got to figure out something to do with them. Like mall of America. It's also cold, 
cold, cold, cold AF, there. Yeah, yeah. Mall of America. That is kind of exciting, actually. Yeah. So I think there's a roller coaster in there. I mean, I don't know how many times you can ride it, but they'll probably ride it a few. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. We've been doing a lot of roller coastery like things around here because we had the house guest. Right. He's, it, he's going back to Oklahoma, decided he didn't like the job, which is perfectly fine. And we really enjoyed having him out here. So we did stuff, you know, constantly. Yeah. Every chance we could. So one of the things we did was we went to SeaWorld. You You did. Okay. So my girlfriend is going to San Diego this weekend for this week for spring break. And I told her about SeaWorld and and another girl on my tennis team was like, you cannot go to SeaWorld. I was like, but if Gretchen goes to SeaWorld, then I think it's okay because you are so anti for so long. Yeah, I was anti for a long time. They're not breeding the orcas anymore. I mean, what are, they can't just release them. I they know. And, yeah. So I, I think it's like, I think it's okay. You can tell they're making a big transformation to making it more just like an ocean themed amusement park. Mm-hmm. And so like, I'm down, da- I'm down with that. Yeah. But I didn't know but you went so, there though, to SeaWorld too. I, d- I know. Well, oh, you've you been know, all we over. Less, we talk less frequently when you're, you're gone. I've done a lot of exciting things. So we go all the drag about SeaWorld is. And why it wasn't busy when we went is because the rides are mostly water rides. Anybody oh, want to get wet and it's cold, it's freezing. Okay. Right? Yes. So we're like, hey, Baylor, we paid for your ticket. You're going to ride in front with our kid. Right. Yes. The same thing to him at Disneyland on Splash Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> Did it get wet? Oh, my gosh. Okay. So we're, wa- it's this ride called Atlantis, and we watched this just tidal wave. Oh, just. Okay. <laughs> and my son, who was like, woohoo. So then later on, my son is like, he's really into saying two things right now. He says, uh, technically, mm-hmm. and he uses it completely wrong, but oh. he's like, but technically, that, you know, yeah. whatever. And he says, fun fact. Oh, I like and that fun you, fact. You never know if it's really a the fun truth fact or not. <laughs> It's not usually fun. He's like, uh, fun fact, mom, since I was already wet, I just peed on that ride. (gasps) Did he? I'm like, no, really? You didn't do that, really? He's like, "Uh, okay, no. Oh, gosh. (laughs) But I think he did. (laughs) Well, you could probably tell. Poor Baylor was sitting next to him. That's probably why he left. He's like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. Uh, we are staying at this resort in Scottsdale that has this surfing machine, right? You can like surf on it or you can. Oh, yeah. 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 And it's really rainy today. And so no one is on it. And yesterday it was booked up solid, right? So yeah. Sean's like, you're wet anyways. Let's go. Let's get yeah. like all the surfing in that we can. But it's fun because the lifeguards are still here. It's open, rain or shine. And um, yeah, the lifeguards are doing it because, you know, that's all they do on these days that nothing's happening. So they're all out there and they're like shredding. It's really fun. Fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, but- we're kind of making the most of the fact that it's like, well, shit. We went to my favorite restaurant that you could never get into in Crystal Cove. No, yeah. Yeah. Because it's nobody, been raining. Because nobody wants to go down to the beach. Yeah, no it's one like, wants to. Yeah, shoot, party of six, we walk in, no problem. You have no idea how insane that is. You always have to wait like three hours for this place. I know, you wanted to take me there. It's pretty exciting. They make this Bloody Mary, which I'm not a huge Bloody Mary person, but my husband is. And it's got like a whole crab claw in it, which just, <laughs> it makes, it warms my heart. <laughs> I always like... um a Bloody Mary that just looks fun like that. I don't care what you put in it. Put like a dog bone. I don't care. I'll be like, that's so fun. The more shit, the better. Oh, also we made Baylor drive home. So that was convenient too. Like, what are we going to do without him? Oh, you should have had another job for him. Not an ocean job. I know. Too bad. Too bad. Okay. So Gretchen is on the mic today two times in a row because this one case is pretty relevant in the news right now. Uh, Well, not the case itself, but the person. 
you're talking about. So are we ready for it? I don't. We're ready. Okay, let's do it. Today's case was brought to my attention because it was a really big deal in the early 2000s. And I followed it then. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I can't remember most of the early 2000s. So <laughs> Why? Is that because I you were my... turned 21 and we were drinking I too much? I blame the apple pucker. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's totally okay. true. Mm -hmm. And the bad boyfriends. And the bad boyfriends. Sure. Okay. But since then, this case has kind of come full circle and recently made headlines again. So I decided it's time to revisit it because that's what we do. Right? Right. So let me tell you about Bonnie Lee Bakley. Bonnie Lee was the product of young teenage parents. And so she was mostly raised by her grandmother in New Jersey. She grew up very poor and people close to her say she always felt some kind of way about that. Like she was embarrassed and insecure a little extra about it. Her escape was her love of the movies. She loved all things Hollywood and she wanted to be a movie star. Oh, girl, was, who doesn't? Who doesn't, right? Listen, Tabitha and I recently saw some musical performances and I was about to take that microphone and <laughs> get up on the stage because I did not feel one person in particular was doing it justice. Just the first voice. person. All, just the first person. I know. I will do the performing. We both were like, you, man, if I had that voice, I could get up on stage and just do it. I would make it. love to the audience. <laughs> I give it all, right? Okay. Well, anyways, the problem with um, Bonnie's aspirations for movie stardom was that she wasn't, she wasn't particularly conventionally talented. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. She didn't have a whole lot going on in the way of singing or acting, but she was pretty cute, you know, and she knew how to hustle, which is like half of it. Totally. Basically. Right. Yeah. Okay. She kind of learned the hustle the hard way. At 16, she started hanging out at a nudist colony and the folks over there took pictures of her and sold them. Now, mm -hmm. Bonnie, to her credit, I was down to turn that exploitation right around and began to pay photographers to take naughty pictures of her herself. Mm. Oh, and well. And she peddled them herself. Listen, that's one way to go about it and probably okay. get you some money in the bank. Right? Mm -hmm. She's not, you know. Wait, she's like the OnlyFans before OnlyFans? Uh, that was the next thing I was going to say. ESPN. Yes, she is like the original, the, the OG, OG OnlyFans. Yeah. Right? She would post the kind of pics that gave them like a taste in the back of magazines, along with some made up story like, I'm trying to go to nursing school, send money. And they freaking would. She would keep up the correspondence with them as long as the money was coming in. Then at the age of 21, she married her first cousin, which I don't recommend. I don't think anybody recommends that. I, right? I think usually you should not marry your cousins. Right. Okay. So a, Unless there's a man step, named maybe. Paul. Step first cousin. I think keep the cousins at bay. There's other plenty of fish in the sea. Right. One of the apps. Sure. Shop around. Sure. Sure. Okay. Okay. So she married this guy. The upside of marrying her cousin was he was with the business. He helped her. No. Sort out the nudie pics, keep up the correspondences, you okay. know? I think that's a bit like a very supportive husband, don't you think? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I'm telling you, though, like, I think sometimes it, if a guy's not jealous, then it's fine. Works. It works. It works for her. It works too, though. That's true. Right? True. Well, they had two children together. And over the years, Bonnie really honed her hustle skills. She took great pics because she enrolled in the Barbizon School of Modeling. Do you remember that place? Uh, Gretchen, yes, I remember that place because I went there. 
Of course you did. Of course you did. <laughs> For all of you that do not know, Barbizon, what they had these commercials. I mean, they had me convinced I could be a model. Yeah, I know. I know. I went to another one too. It's called like Beverly Hills something. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I did two, two, uh, those things. Yeah. Learned how to be a model, walk down the runway, pose for yep. pictures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you pay a lot of money and you pay a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. So it was working for Bonnie. She also took detailed notes of everyone she corresponded with. I mean, it sounds like a real job. You know, so she could keep her story straight and she recorded their phone conversations too. Wow. Yeah, she was she dedicated. Like, yeah, that's dedicated hustler. That's good. A businesswoman. Right. right. Okay. Well, Bonnie and Paul ended up bouncing around and landing in Memphis. But in 1982, her and Paul divorced. Right. That's nice. He was helpful in the beginning, but I can't imagine it's real easy to watch your wifey talk dirty on the phone to pay the bills forever. I just. Okay. Now, divorcing in the family, he's still a cousin. (laughs) It's got to be difficult. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. But I mean, you're still probably bound to Christmas and shit. I mean, you're at least at the family reunions going to be seeing the ex-husband. She didn't have any children with him, I'm assuming. No, I just told you she had two children with him. Oh, sorry. Just I'm doing too many things at the same time with my situation here. Um, I would just think maybe he wasn't jealous, but what I would imagine would be the problem was if it was my partner was so able to manipulate people so easily and callously in front of me. I think at some point I might get a little paranoid. Like, am I also getting manipulated by this person? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Okay. Just, just a little speculation being in Memphis now and Bonnie now being a divorcee, she sought out someone well-known in the area who knew something about being divorced as well. Because although when he and Bonnie met, he was currently married, this was his sixth. And of course, just like Bonnie, one of his marriages was to his first cousin. I am talking about the one and only Great Balls of Fire, Jerry Lee Lewis. I had no, I am familiar, but I did not know that he also married his cousin. Oh, okay. He is so gross. I could do a whole story about the shit show that is his life. You know, he was a bigamist. Uh, The first cousin he married was 13. Oh. He committed loads of tax fraud. One of his other marriages was he circled back to the 13-year-old bride's family and married her brother's ex-wife. My gosh. And (laughs) he was arrested on two separate occasions for shootings at Graceland. Oh, my gosh. This guy's a piece. Oh, he is a piece of shit is what he is. So I think he's uh, real gross. And I can't even believe he ended up in all being married eight times, I think. It might be nine, which I don't get. I think he has about as much sex appeal as Alec Murdoch. That's what I would compare it to. <laughs> it's okay? like, so it's negative. Yeah, <laughs> You're negative. Like a negative. Yeah. Okay. But Bonnie didn't. She got close to his sister and oh. was able to get in pretty good with him and eventually get it in. Because she claimed to be pregnant with his child. Well, when she did that, that didn't go over real well with his current wife or him. He denied it. But Bonnie still felt like it should be so. So she named the baby Jerry Lee and sold her story to a tabloid. Okay. I mean, that is committed, right? <laughs> that, that is a little, it's a little psycho. Extra. Yes. Yes. A little extra psycho. Okay. Yes. I mean, I can, I would n- 
why would you want to name him after the douchebag that doesn't even want to? Anna was a girl. She named a girl Jerry Lee. Oh, gosh. Come on. Right? Okay. Okay. Well, that burned some bridges for her. <laughs> you would Along... have, really? I wouldn't, <laughs> yeah. wouldn't thought that it would. Along with the DNA test confirming Jerry Lee was not the father. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's even worse. Did she change so, the baby's name? I don't think she did. Oh, okay. There is some baby change in names coming up, but I, I think Jerry Lee is still out there. Okay, so Bonnie bounced from Music City, leaving her now three children with ex-husband Paul. Now she set her sights on Holly Weird, okay? Mm -hmm. Side note, for what it's worth, multiple family members have taken up for Bonnie, saying she was like super fun, a little crazy, but she took great care of her children and she still financially supported them from La La Land. Okay. So I'm just give credit where credit is due, I suppose. Okay. Because we have like a little bias if you leave your children. Yeah. Far away. Like that's far away. Sorry. Sorry. Can't help it. Yeah. Yeah. But I realize it's kind of backwards because guys do shit like that all the time. I don't think it's right either. But I don't think it's right either. I just think it's more not right. Yes. Yes. I mean, yes. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. Yes. And yes. Okay. Sorry, Wendy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So Bonnie developed a side hustle in addition to her naked picture hustle. She began marrying men and draining their bank accounts like by any means possible. You know, once you're married, it's real easy to get it, get all up in there. Her fraudulation claim to fame was walking away with $350,000 from a man she was married to for only two days. I mean, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) She must have been hot, right? There's no way that that she's getting married. He like never got more than like, you know, 20,000 or something. Yeah. Yeah. He could have like taken some tips from Bonnie. So Bonnie is the disco biscuit hot. I mean, not that she's a disco biscuit, but like she's not a disco biscuit for clarity because we don't want to hang out with her. Yeah. Right. She wouldn't make it in our friend group. Got it. But she's pretty lady. Like, how is she she's getting all cute. these men to listen? Mary is cute in the way that she's real cute when she's all done up. But she's no like if you saw her in the grocery store, you wouldn't be like, oh, she's kind of cute. Because I'll bet when she has no makeup and her hair pulled back, nobody's turned in their head. She's no Alish, is what you're saying. Yeah, she's no Alish. <laughs> our friend, yeah. our friend Alish, since uh, the beginning of time, is like. Every dude is like, she's so cute. And it doesn't matter if she's wearing her Ugg boots and a sweatshirt or she's made up. She just is the cutest. Yeah. Word. So Bonnie was married at least 11 times. So yeah, I mean, which is both, you know, she knew how to get a ring on it. That's it. That's a skill, right? Which is both impressive and depressing, I think, right? All these suckers out there just looking for love. I think she must have been a real good time. Like looks only take you so far, but you got to have like the fun factor. Like these guys were like this. I've never met somebody like this, this fun and energetic and down to get down or something. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. It's kind of like dirty John, you know, he spoke the universal love language of, you know, making the coffee, making bringing smoothies, smoothies in bed. bed. Yes, for sure. Yes. Bonnie clearly honed in on the love language of the men. I can think of a couple things that might have involved. She was really good at. Yeah. Well, we talked about it earlier. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I bet she was very good. The thing about Bonnie is she never really gave up the dream of being famous. But it kind of moved to just being attached to fame. Okay. She was working her way into Dean Martin's circle Mm -hmm. when she went to LA. He died before she really sunk her claws into him. So she moved on to a famous person who was a captive audience for her because he was literally captive. 
Christian Brando, son of Marlon Brando, was serving time for committing manslaughter on his sister Cheyenne's boyfriend. Do you remember this story? No. Okay. Side note, that's a whole other crime. But basically, the story is Cheyenne told her brother, her boyfriend beat her. And so when he met him for the first time, he was drunk and he says he wanted to scare him and he pulled a gun out. There was a struggle between these two men. It went off and it killed the boyfriend. (gasps) And then it came out that Cheyenne, who later committed suicide, had psychiatric delusions and there was actually no evidence that the boyfriend ever really abused her. Oh my God. Like so tragic. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. So Christian's serving five years in the clink. For manslaughter. And Bonnie is interested. Bonnie does what Bonnie does. She sends him nudie pics. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. And they began a relationship of sorts, which continued when Christian was released. And they banged during the same time period when Bonnie went out to a jazz club where she met the actor Robert Blake. She met Robert Blake at the jazz club. And the same night she met him, she banged him in the parking lot in his car. Right. So Bonnie was 42 at the time, and she was looking to get knocked up because reportedly she was taking fertility drugs to ensure that this happened. Because, you know, it's it's a challenge at age 42. Yeah. It, okay, well, it it did happen. It worked. It worked, yeah. But the thing is, now Bonnie is in a bit of a pickle. She might have had a hunch that Robert Blake was the father, but Robert, at 66, hadn't acted in a minute. He had some coins saved up, but I don't think Bonnie really knew that because Robert Blake was not flashy-like at all. Now, Christian Brando, on the other hand, he had like Daddy Brando money. And, you know, Marlon was loaded. Yes. So she would rather be with Christian than Yeah. So I imagine, you know, Bonnie is like mulling it over. Yeah. And is like, I'm going to attach this baby to Christian Brando. So that is why when Bonnie birthed a baby girl in 2000, she named her Christian Shannon Brando. She loves to name the baby girls after their daddies or yes, so-called yes. daddies that she doesn't know if it's a daddy because we didn't even know that Christian is the father either. Correct? Correct. Okay. Well, somehow Christian found out that Bonnie had also been banging Robert Blake and he was the possible father and he was right pissed about it in a recorded conversation with Bonnie Bonnie, you know, like I told you before, she's big into recording conversations. Mm -hmm. He says, you know, you got me thinking I had a kid and it hurts. I know about Robert Blake. You're lucky someone doesn't put a bullet in your head. Well, okay. Okay. And did she say, Christian, you already went to jail for that. (laughs) Don't you want to not do that again? Bonnie is very like, she knows she's being recorded, right? So she doesn't confirm or deny anything he's saying. Okay. But it is what it is. When she realized that Christian was not going to, you know, support her without knowing for sure the baby was his, which was like months after she had had the baby. Then she rolls up to Robert Blake and tells him about the baby. Robert was like, yeah, I'm going to take a DNA test. And he conclusively found out that he was the father. And he renamed the baby Rose Lenore Blake. Okay. I would imagine, yeah, a name change is necessary at that point. I would uh, have, I would agree with you. <laughs> right? <laughs> Otherwise, the poor child is like, how did you get your name? Well, my mommy wasn't sure who the daddy was. But that's how the so, other one got named. I know. I know. But two? Two of those? Two. Yeah, you can't do that twice. Yeah. We'll give you a pass for, for one. Well, the thing with Robert was, although he said he never loved Bonnie, he said he decided he was, you know, 66 years old. 
there's no downside to giving it a shot with her and raising this baby girl together. So he proposed. Okay. Okay. Number 12? Number, well, this might be 11. Okay. But yeah. Okay. Okay. They got married, but it was really more like an arrangement than a marriage. Robert had Bonnie sign a prenup and the prenup was like no joke. It was 18 pages and it stated that whoever left the marriage would lose custody of baby Rose, which is like pretty bananas, right? It is. Like, why would you want to put yourself in that position? I don't know. So weird. Okay. But Bonnie signed it and she made a life with Robert. She lived in a separate residence on his property in Studio City, which sounds fancy. And it is now. I looked up the house. It last sold for $4.5 million. Oh, yeah. But it has been fixed up a lot since Robert and Bonnie lived there. Okay. It was like an old ranch style home on a large lot. So there was a lot to work with. But they had really had an arrangement. If she's not even sleeping in the same bed or even the same house, really. No, 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 no. Back when they lived in this house, it looked like your average house in the valley. Yeah. Okay. It was like painted shit brown, nothing special. Got it. And Bonnie was living in the back house. Okay. Okay. And the marriage slash arrangement was going all right, according to Robert. He says an area of concern for them was that Bonnie had so many jilted lovers out there and that she feared someone was after her. So... Robert always packed heat when they went places. It's not, it's not a, it's not entirely a stretch, but it's also not a thing that people in California do. I think people in Texas pack heat. Yeah. Arizona, probably Oklahoma. Yeah. But California, have you ever known, did, have you ever gone to dinner with anybody that has like, that brought a gun with them? Yeah. Uh, only one person and he was, uh, he's a federal agent. Yes. So he like has to, so he, <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying. Like if it was a police officer or, or something like that, but I just cannot, I just don't think it happens that often. Yeah. Okay. Right. So he packs heat wherever he yeah. goes, supposedly. Okay. Okay. So six months after Robert and Bonnie, Tied the knot, they went out to eat at Vitello's restaurant. Have you ever been? So I have, I don't know if I've ever been, but my husband's parents, oh, or not my husband's parents, my husband's friend's parents own that restaurant. Oh, okay. So it's had a couple of different owners. So I wonder if they, did they own it back so in the day they, or have they owned it like since 2010? No, they owned it, I think, when this happened. Oh, well, snap. I know. He just told me that when I told him we were recording this episode. I was like, well, well shit. Well, yeah, shit. Maybe we could okay, get them well, on we'll, for Patreon. We'll give well, you an update on that. We'll give you an update. At least we'll find out a little skinny on it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, Robert was such a regular at Vitello's restaurant that they had a pasta dish named after him on the menu. Dinner was uneventful, according to the, you know, them, Robert and the staff. When they got up to go, though, Robert realized he forgot his gun in the restaurant. Mm -hmm. Now, it was a little bit of a trek back to the restaurant, which might sound strange. But if you are familiar with Studio City, you know, there is like no fucking parking there. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's not like that strange that Robert had parked in a neighborhood adjacent to the restaurant. No, that's what you do. That's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. What is strange is that obviously. That he left his gun. (laughs) That is strange. That gun is not something people just go around leaving places. Definitely. No, not in California, at least. No, (laughs) no, 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 no. I mean, I don't even, if I was a server and somebody left a gun on the booth, I would have freaked out. (laughs) I would have like called the police immediately. I was just thinking at the bus boys like cleaning up and he's like, holy shit. Shit. Huh. Yeah. Right. 
Well, Robert says he set the gun on the booth in Vitello's and covered it with his sweater. And when he left, he grabbed the sweater but forgot the gun. Okay. I mean, that sounds reasonable. I don't think it sounds reasonable. I think you grab the sweater. You ch- I just, I can't imagine leaving the gun. Okay. Well, listen, you leave your cell phone like that. Well, that is a good point, Tab. So I feel like you Although, could. Okay. Although, I mean, I'm not bringing a gun anywhere. Tab leaves uh, her shit everywhere. But I do so, think that if it was under there, I'd forget about it. And my cell phone is more important than a gun. True. True. Tab recently just left her purse. We had to dash back into her. Oh my God. I definitely did leave my purse. I thought it was going to be gone for good. I'm back again talking about Rakuten. Rakuten is where it's at. It is the smartest way to shop. Members earn cash back on everything they buy and can maximize savings by stacking cash on top of other deals like store sales and coupons. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores like Walmart, Urban Outfitters, Expedia, places you already shop for sure. So why not be saving while doing it? How it works is the stores pay a commission for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You can paid via check or PayPal quarterly. Rakuten has over 17 million members saving and Rakuten members have earned over 4.6 billion in cash back. Membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. Clink, clink. Listeners, today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Are you busy? Well, of course you are. And if you're like me, that means you put off investing because maybe it just doesn't seem urgent or it's intimidating. Enter Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just spare change. Acorns recommends an expert built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. What I love about Acorns is that it gives you the tool to give your money a chance to grow. You don't have to start with a lot. Just start. Believe me, it feels great. Head to acorns.com slash clink or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash clink. Investing involves risk, including the loss of the principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors, LLC, Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities, LLC, member FINRA slash SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. You have heard me talk about my language learning skills with Rosetta Stone, and I'm telling you, I'm getting really good at it. I learned a little bit of Japanese before we went to Japan last year, and I really love the French language. So I'm learning French at the moment. Bonjour, bonsoir. I'm even getting a little bit of the accent down. Not very good, but I'm, I'm getting there. And with Rosetta Stone, it makes it so easy. I download it on my phone. I learn it in the car. It is awesome. You can do it on your desktop, wherever you find it convenient. They are there for you. And they have 25 languages, you guys, that you can use. And right now they are giving a lifetime membership for 50% off. So you can learn as many languages as you want for your entire life, which is amazing. And the best part is, It starts off, you know, with just words and then phrases and then sentences, and then you should be able to have a conversation with somebody that also knows the language, which is, you know, my entire goal. So don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now. Seriously, get started before your summer vacay. Our listeners get 50% off the lifetime membership. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem it today at rosettastone.com forward slash today. This episode is sponsored by Astapro. Thanks Astapro for providing Tab and I with samples. Shout out to all my allergy suffering friends out there. 
You know how they say it's that time of year for allergies? Well, for me, it sort of feels like it's always that time of year. I thought I had tried everything until I recently discovered Astapro. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength, indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. It's faster, bro. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Clink, clink. Fun fact, listeners. Actually, not so fun fact. Did you know we're eating and drinking roughly a credit card's worth of plastic a week? Yep, that's right. The products we're using every day are ultimately contaminating our water supply, generating hundreds of microplastics that we end up ingesting. So Blue Land set out to do something about it by eliminating the need for single-use plastics in the products we reach for the most. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful, cohesive design that look great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Refills start at just $2.25. You can even set up a subscription or buy in bulk for additional savings. It's really a game changer because it's such a space saver in my crazy life. No more bulky bottles of liquid filling up my cabinets and my Costco cart. I love it. And you will love this. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this. Blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. That's blueland.com slash clink to get 15% off. Yeah. Okay. So we'll, if we're the jury, we're going to say that's possible that that is what happened. I wouldn't be walking back though. I'd be sprinting back to get my gun. We sprinted back to get your damn purse. Yes, we did. So (laughs) (laughs) that also is more important than a gun. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That particular one was a very nice gift. Yeah. Um, He goes back to the restaurant, gets the gun. Then he goes back to the car and that's when he finds Bonnie shot twice in the head and shoulder and slumped over. So remember, he's parked in a neighborhood. So he goes across the street to a house and asks the owner to call the police because he needs help. His wife has been shot. The man calls 911 and tells the dispatcher, hurry. You know the actor Robert Blake? He just came over to my house and he needs help. (laughs) His wife is shot. Yeah. I mean, that's impressive because I had no idea who Robert. Yeah, I wouldn't know either. He shot his wife. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then Robert goes back to Vitello's. Like picture Bonnie bleeding, shot in the car. He goes all the way back to the restaurant and asks, you know, is there a doctor in the house? And he does manage to get a nurse to come back to the car with him where she sees Bonnie, you know, taking her last breaths. The ambulance arrives and takes Bonnie to the hospital. Robert opts to not go with her. What? He decided to go back to Vitello's. Yeah. For what? Well, he just wanted to sit down, have a drink. You're kidding me. I'm not kidding you, which police found real strange. They had like the same reaction as you. So then Robert tells them about, you know, the whole story about how everything went down and about leaving his gun in the restaurant. And they respond, you know, yeah, we're, we're going to need that gun, Robert. Yeah. Like Robert, has that gun gone off anytime recent? Yeah. Like in the last hour. So he hands it over and Bonnie is soon after pronounced dead at the hospital. So now they are treating the whole, you know, block like a crime scene Mm -hmm. and they find another gun in a nearby dumpster with a sanded off serial number. 
Well, the casings from the bullets found in Robert's vehicle matched those from the dumpster gun. So it wasn't Robert's gun that was used. Okay. Okay. So this type of gun is like some rare gun from like World War II or something. And it was not one that anyone can connect to Robert owning. Still, obviously, Robert's story warrants some investigation. And by the way, no one from Vitello's remembers seeing Robert. No one. No customer, no staff member remembers seeing him come back in to retrieve his gun from the booth, like he said. Okay. Robert's clothes were taken and tested for gunshot residue and small amounts were found. But I mean, it's like if you're wrapping your gun up in your sweater, you know, they're pretty minuscule amounts. Yeah. So like Like you you feel like you would have had more if you shot somebody. Right. There was no gunshot residue found on his hands. So police get a search warrant for Robert and Bonnie's residences, and they find loads of evidence that backs up what Robert had told them that Bonnie had a lot of enemies because she had conned so many men. Well, the press had gotten a hold of the bizarre circumstances that resulted in the shooting, and it was a big story not just because it involved an actor who most people had not heard of, but because there was so much out there about Bonnie and all these swinger magazines, you know, all the like salacious pictures. And in the, you know, she had this tabloid story with the baby from Jerry Lee Lewis. I mean, she's just fascinating. Yeah, all of it. All of it. Yeah. So her family came forward and said, you know, wait a minute. She did some things that were questionable, but she wasn't all bad. And Robert is an asshole. And we think that he killed her for show. Okay. But Robert was not arrested at the time. He held Bonnie's funeral and Bonnie's family did not attend. Police continued their investigation and looked into everyone Bonnie or everyone Robert was pointing to who could have had the motive to kill Bonnie, like Christian Brando, right? Remember the recorded phone call where he's like, yeah, should put a bullet in your head. Yeah. So did Christian Brando check out? Did he ever have some sort of gun like that? He had an alibi. Okay. He was in another state. Okay. Wasn't him. Yeah. Wasn't me. Yeah. It wasn't me. Right. And so they ended up circling back to Robert after they got an anonymous tip that he had solicited two former stuntmen that he had worked with to kill Bonnie. Both of these men were questioned and they said they had nothing to do with the shooting. But yeah, they said Robert had solicited them to kill Bonnie. So then Robert was arrested nine months after the murder. Okay. His grown daughter thankfully stepped up and adopted baby Rose, you know, because he didn't know his fate at this point. Yeah. Robert was held without bail and put in solitary for his own protection. While awaiting trial, he went through a couple of lawyers, including Tom Massaro. Hmm. Which kind of shows that, you know, Robert is a real handful because, I mean, Tom Massaro (gasps) defends some real fucking nutjobs. Yeah. 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 Which if he ditches you, that's saying something. Okay. Yeah. So Tom doesn't say why he quit Robert, but Robert insisted on doing an interview with Barbara Walters before the trial, which is why his first lawyer says he quit. Mm Yeah. Yeah. The interesting thing about that interview is that during the pretrial, the prosecutor introduced something from it into evidence. And so that gave the defense the ability to play the whole thing at the trial. Well, the interview is like classic Barbara, especially at the time. She's like, Robert, tell me about your mother and father, Robert, you know, and he cries 
you know, Barbara right. always makes them cry, yeah. you know, and he describes them as sadistic and, you know, you do, you feel sorry for him. But to me, it's like, what does that have to do with whether or not he murdered his wife? Yeah, nothing. nothing, nothing. And Bonnie is depicted as like this con woman which, you know, she was, but also like, what does that have to do with her being murdered by Robert? Yeah, nothing. You know, it's kind of like spun somehow, like she had it coming. Right. Which is, you know. She didn't have it coming. She didn't have it coming. Okay. And then Robert gives this tearful plea, like looking in the camera to baby Rose. Now, I think some people, I think most people, were moved by this, you know, but not me. I just, I just, I don't buy it. I see (laughs) a manipulative, (laughs) mentally unstable man playing the victim in a shitty, cringy performance, you know? He is an actor, by the way. So yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Well, at the trial, the stuntmen testified, but were pretty easily discredited because they both had criminal records and drug histories. And the one guy ended up saying that's why Robert wanted to hire those guys because they were exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's who you go to when you want to hire someone. Yeah. Well, one of them ended up saying that Robert hadn't so much as solicited him to kill Bonnie as implied it. Okay. So it sounds like the defense attorney was real good. Right. Robert had a real good lawyer. So the jury deliberated for nine days and found Robert not guilty. (gasps) Yeah. This did not go over well with Bonnie's family. So they filed a civil suit for wrongful death against him and were awarded $30 million. Stop. Well, Robert does not have anything close to that. Uh, Well, I was I was thinking to myself, like, how the hell does he have thirty million dollars? Yeah, he settled for two hundred fifty thousand. Oh my god, he didn't even have a million. No, no. So Robert's free. Not anymore. No. Well, he was free at this point, (laughs) and six feet under. But okay, and a a little bit poorer, Mm -hmm. right? Just a bit. Well, now he's able to be reunited with baby Rose. Well, listen, this is proof. He was just a manipulative asshole, right? He visited her a couple times. That's it? And then that's it. So and why it did he stopped. want her? Why did he want Bonnie dead then? I, I just, I think he is mentally not there. I think he became, he had like kind of a weird obsession with her. You know, I think it's like, it's complicated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And listen, she was still a baby. It's real easy to be like, I am in it to win it. I want to raise this baby when they are, you know, six months. That is six to eight months. That is the golden period. Totally. I I love a nine month old. It's so cute. But two-year-old, Listen, let's see when you're 66, you want to start chasing around when they're like that 18 months, 14 month yeah. old. Yes. Stage from there on where they run around, you know, walking into things and you got to chase them everywhere. It's non-stop. Remember that? I mean, I think that's why you have kids young because you have the energy to do that. Right. Like just. Yeah. I saw friends with kids young. And I I think, oh my gosh, it is so nice when your kids are able to just go and come back and you're not. That's why I didn't have a nervous breakdown when I had five month old twins and I found out I was three months pregnant because my five month old twins, I thought, Hey, I've got them on a sleep schedule. This isn't so hard. No problemo. I had no no idea. idea. (laughs) You had no idea to have (laughs) three running around, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Basically ended up like wrapping my house in bubble wrap so we could all survive. Dude, remember when we went to Disneyland and you were like, I can't do it. I got to go. Until they can actually like. I got better though. I did it. I ended up buying the pass for sure and made it work. 
Yes. But it was so, it's so challenging. Even having one that runs around much less three like you, but uh, yeah. Okay. So, so maybe he got, he got a taste of what it's like to really have a small child. Yeah. And he was like, "Mm, yeah, I don't know if I'm cut out for that. And then he named, he switched her name again back to Christian and was like, here you go. (laughs) Here you go, Mr. Brando. (laughs) I hope not. It seems like actually like it was definitely the best decision was to give her. Oh, for sure. His daughter, his daughter is like a psychologist and her husband is like something else really smart. Yeah. She had like a very normal upbringing. But what is written about it is that Robert and his older daughter got into some argument about money and became estranged. Okay. So then she didn't really have anything to do with her. Yeah. So then he didn't have anything to do with her. Yes. Father he moved into a modest two bedroom, which is where he lived alone and made YouTube videos of himself recounting his life as an actor until he died last week. No way. I did not know that he did this YouTube thing. Does he have a lot of followers? Uh, do people watch him? He has like over a thousand. Okay. He also showed himself like lifting weights and stuff like that. Um, also, if you don't guys don't know, we also have a YouTube channel. You can find us at Housewives of True Crime and uh, subscribe. We have over a thousand. We're <laughs> <laughs> doing better than Mr. We, Blake. Robert Blake. Yeah, maybe I could be wrong about that. Okay. Um. Well, anyways, I watched some of these videos. Of course. Yes. You know, I just don't like him. No, I know. I I could tell you don't like him. I just don't like him. Yeah, you could just tell. I'm pretty transparent about that stuff. Well, baby Rose grew up. And when she was 18 in 2019, she decided to contact Robert. Oh. She gave an interview to Dr. Oz about it and People Magazine. You know, she is the real victim in the whole thing. 100%. She looked like her mom. I mean, what a, she looks more like, well, she looks like them both. Okay. But I think she looks more like Robert. She, I thought it was really interesting what her perspective would be to like kind of have this whole cloud over her. She told People Magazine, it feels useless to have an opinion about it. She said, say he did it or he didn't do it. What's the point of knowing that other than just to trouble myself? I think it's better to just see both sides for what they are and not try to overwhelm myself. It's complicated. But I want to know. So, yeah, but I do. Yeah. <laughs> but don't you want to know? I mean. <laughs> I, yeah. I, it must be so bizarre to be so attached to something so twisted and but not remember any of it. But what yeah. was happening, she was the center of it all, you know? So he never came out before he died and said, I did it. I did it. No, nothing. Yeah. But you know, OJ's not going to either. So yeah, but we all know he did it. He, he did it. Yeah. Well, she did not have contact with her mother's family until very recent years as well. Mm -hmm. It seems like before Robert's death, him and his daughter, the one that it's her name is Delina, um, who raised Rose yeah. worked through whatever their differences were that led them to be estranged. I mean, I'm just speculating all that, but she is the one who actually released the statement to the public that he had passed at the age of 89, peacefully surrounded by family. Okay. You know, okay. So Bonnie's fine. I'm not sure where Robert is buried or if he's cremated or whatever, but I thought this was interesting. Bonnie's final resting place is like not in New Jersey where she grew up, where her family is. Her final resting place is at Forest Lawn in Hollywood Hills. Oh, yeah. Which means which means she's in good company. For There's sure. Like a, butt, a buttload of famous graves there. Tons of celebs are there. Did he bury her? He did. Yeah. He, That's he why he buried, buried her. her there. That's why he buried her there. He oh, also yeah. probably has a plot right next to her. Oh, you think? Yeah. I don't know. Because okay, he bought gonna, that. Wait, he brought, listen. Listen, he was. We're going to. I'm going to find out where he's buried and we're going to find out what Sean says about these Vitellos people. And we're going to tell you on Patreon. Oh, Patreon. Okay. Yeah. 
coming up this week. Yes, I'm going to find it all out. And so if you are not on Patreon yet, you should really think about subscribing right now. Uh, If you do not listen on um, Apple, then you have to go to patreon.com forward slash housewives of true crime. But if you do listen on Apple, then you can just right now very easily just go to the subscription. Um, it's right there when you're, if you just open up your app where you're listening to us and it just, it should have like a banner, I guess is what they call it. And just click and then bam, you can have all of this good info that we're going to get up you in your ears. And yeah. okay. by the way, we have tons of content there. So if you need more listening pleasure. Go. Okay. All right. So we're going to get to that. Pleasure yourself. Okay. (laughs) So (laughs) some other points of interest I discovered while researching this case were that the Vitello's restaurant decided to remove Robert's name from the menu. (laughs) Good choice. And not just that. They decided that to give the whole place an overhaul in 2012, and they wanted to ditch all the bad mojo that was associated with it because of the whole Bonnie Robert thing. Mm -hmm. So they auctioned off the famed favorite booth of Robert Blake on eBay. How much should go for? A thousand bucks. Huh. Okay. Okay. Now I would love to eat there. Uh, not just because, not for anything crime related, because I don't really give a shit, but um, because I looked over the menu and it looks, it looks delicioso. good. It looks so good. All right. Next time we're in town, we'll go to Vitello's. Vitello's. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Studio um, they City. also have, Dab, they also have a speakeasy. In the Vitello's? Yes. Like a real one. Back. Yeah, that's fun. I like that. And it's, it's by reservation only if you want to go. Okay. So we got to make okay. a reservation also. Yes. Okay. I also found it ironic that Alec Baldwin posted a tribute to Robert Blake upon his passing. <laughs> You're like, uh, recently. okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. It, it, let, let me tell you, like, no joke. This is what it said. I know some people will have some harsh feelings about him. He had some dramatic entanglements, but I want to remember the talented actor he was. Okay. To which I say, sit the fuck down, Alec. Okay. Are you ever going to learn when to shut up? No. Because if anyone else had posted that, you know, fine. But given your current situation being you shot and killed someone. Don't do it. And are and are probably hoping that that's not what people remember about you. Your tribute seems a little self-serving. Totally. And I also want to say, don't worry, Alec. I won't just remember that you may not have intentionally. Well, I mean, I know you didn't intentionally shoot Helena, but you took no accountability for not checking the gun. I will also remember how you threw a tantrum and were kicked off a flight for refusing to stop playing words with friends after being asked to turn off all electrical devices. I don't know how you don't. How do you never remember that. that? How do you remember that? When was that? that you could like still so play words asinine. with friends. You could play that. Not there. during take, not during takeoff. Of course you can. Oh, he must have been on his laptop or on a big device well, because whatever. you could play it on your phone. No problem. If they ask you to turn it off, don't you just turn it off? Do you make such a scene? I don't make a scene, but I don't. Listen, that would have. Yeah. <laughs> No. no. Listen, there are things allegedly about Alec that I, don't I do that. that I there are things about Alec that I really like. Like right? what? His Trump impersonation is so <laughs> the China. <laughs> you know? It's like so freaking good. Uh, yeah. I never want him to stop doing that. Yeah. Okay, so is that it? Is that the <laughs> yeah, all. other than that. Yeah, that's pretty much what it. is he on SNL doing that, right? Yeah, he's on SNL. Doing um, like that. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of this is a funny thing. So Gretchen and I, we were in what we said we were in Hollywood for the Spotify event. And all of a sudden, we're in this bar that no one is in. Like it's Gretchen and I and that's it. 
Because it's like at what time? It was early, like five. Late for me, man. And then for me, (laughs) we're going somewhere later, but it hadn't started. So we were like, let's grab a drink and little like appetizers. And then this crew of people walk in and they're filming. Remember this? Oh, yeah. I forgot about this. But yeah, I don't know what they're filming their YouTube or we have no TikTok idea who or whatever this person is. I wish people could just see how phony baloney all this shit is. It was so phony baloney. So they are walking in there. No one's in there. And they're like popping bottles and clinking and clinking. <laughs> yeah. Like we're having the best time because they're walking around with a camera crew. Yes. They were not having the best time. It's so, so phony. It was so fake, you guys. So there's the guys with the lights and the guys with the camera. And then they've got the bartender. Cause I remember I started recording it. So I watched, I watched it back. You got the bartender in the back, just shaking the drink. Like he is just Shake it. shaking it. And the girl yeah. is like having the big birthday party with the cake. And we were like, what in the world is going on? So anywhere. So there's these two guys in the teeny weeny beanies. Remember? Oh yeah. Teeny weeny beanie. So there's this, you guys look it up. It's like YouTube, but it's on Jimmy Fallon and they make fun of these. Like they do this like teeny weeny 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 beanies. Um, (laughs) and then in park city, a couple days ago, there was a guy there at the ski school. Um, he was at the desk. So he was inside because I would assume a teeny weeny beanie wouldn't actually be a great thing to wear in Park City because it doesn't cover your ears. But he was also wearing a teeny weeny beanie, like those two guys filming. Like, it's a thing. You know what I would like to say about that bar? By the way, this was one of those very cool bars that has like random shit that looks like a little scary, you know, like whatever. It was in that SLS hotel. It makes makes you feel like you're cool just because you're like there, you know? Yeah, it's supposed to be like the best damn waiter. He I have had, he like, that guy just has no idea. It probably will never listen, but shout out to that waiter. I mean, best damn waiter. He was, he was so on point with the food and the drinks was so fun to talk to. And when we left, we had two glasses of champagne and he was like, oh, you guys got to go. You want some to go cups? I know. <laughs> he was great. He was good. <laughs> and then we were like, oh no, we, I, we, we wish we could. You know, he was like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was, was like, really no, good. we appreciate the offer. <laughs> yeah, totally. we, like, we like a, we like a roadie. Yeah, <laughs> we do. Yeah. He was good. Um, that was, oh, it was such a fun trip. You guys, if you want to know more about that, we talked about all the, um, the skinny on some of the things on our Patreon last week. So once you join, go back to last week's episode, it's, we give you some some dirt on our Spotify adventure. Yeah. Okay. So you have more? I have no more. Okay. Well, that's it. So please follow us on all of our social media platforms. Like I said, we're on YouTube, Housewives of True Crime group on Instagram or on Facebook, which is our private group. Uh, So you guys can post whatever you want there and none of your friends or your family are going to see it, which by the way, you know, you ever joined a group before that's not private. And then somebody's like, Hey, I saw you post this. I'm like, Oh shit. I don't know how that happens. It's because it's not private. It's like a, a, it's an open group. So then people just see what you're posting. It's like so embarrassing. So don't worry. It's private. Only the people that are in the group can see it, which is good. Uh, we're on Instagram and we're on TikTok, which Gretchen likes to say, dick cock. <laughs> That's it. <Right. laughs> so okay. um, until next week, clink, 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 clink. <laughs> <laughs>